from worst job ever to plowing toward vertical integration as a real estate investor. That is a mouthful for a title. But here's the question I want to ask you as a listener. Uh, what's the job, what's the worst job you've ever had? Uh, we've all had them, right? And as we're kicking off season four, I'm going to get you, I'm going to give you my cell phone number at the end of every episode. But as we're kicking season four off here, because I think this is a very important topic, I'm going to give it to you as we're kicking off very first here in the intro. Uh, because if you're thinking about that question, uh, what's the worst job ever? And your answer is very quick and it's very simple. Well, Jay, that's easy. It's, it's the job that I have right now. Uh, we need to get you in a different spot. Okay. So I want you to text me 205-249-0248. That's my cell phone. I would say you could call me, but I'm not going to answer if you're not in my phone book. So just text me because we, we really need to get you in a better spot. And I feel like I can help you out. I've been there and I really just want to help people out. In fact, it was because I hated my job so much. Uh, that's what led me to my first investment property. So text me, tell me your worst job ever, and then we'll find a time to get on a call to see if, if I can help you out. This is episode number 164 of the W2 Capitalist podcast. Jamie, what's the worst job you ever had? I think we got a glimpse of what, what Jeff's worst job was. The worst job I know, oh, this is easy. So after college, graduated fall of 07, took a little uh little year hiatus um came back and tried to join the real world in the middle of probably the worst economy at least i've lived through or have been a part of or my even my parents maybe so oh wait i'm looking for a job and can't find anything and i take a it was the people manager at abercrombie and fitch yes in uh in the st john's sound center well that glove fits your honor yeah <laughs> jacksonville so Florida. pretty um you know i had always loved abercrombie or thought i did wore the clothes you know whatever and uh did fit until i started working there and um I was in charge of hiring, firing, scheduling, and realized I was dealing with a bunch of kids that had no work ethic and didn't know what uh, morals and ethics were. And I would hire, I'd have to be there every Sunday morning to do training and interviews and stuff like that. I'd hire four new people and the next week, two of them would show up. Um, I made wow. one hire. She was the best, best hire I ever made, was the best worker, would show up, wanted to work, wanted to be there. And the uh, regional manager came by for a store inspection one uh, one day and fired her on the spot because she wasn't attractive enough. <laughs> wow. This is before the rephrase. whole body shaming thing, I guess. Told her, told her that or told me that she had to work in the back and couldn't be on the floor as a model because we hired models. Oh, wow. And um, if she didn't want to do that, then she didn't need to work here. And a go. few few weeks later i was gone we had to walk around and spray that cologne like every 30 minutes i would leave with a migraine every single day i'm sure it was just miserable miserable sure. working uh... 48 they somehow they talk you into working 48 hours a week for um no for with no overtime for salary <laughs> no i mean it's still salaried but it was like it was something stupid like 12 bucks an hour or something crazy but that one didn't yeah. last very long it was miserable that's uh that's that's uh that's a good one Brody, what no. about you, man? Worst job? I can't throw shade at Jamie because I used to work for Calvin Klein. Yeah, <laughs> there he I've is. I've seen your ads. Yeah, I've seen your ads. Those are good. You you do you do the brand good. The underwear model ads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all fake, man. It's just packing. <laughs> Anyways, um, I don't know. 
like I wouldn't say it's it was like my worst and my best job. It was right out of college. Um, I was working with Hornblower Marine Services, uh, not Marine Services, Hornblower Events and Cruises, and uh, like by like I said, it was best and worst. It was best because um, I'll, I'll just give you the worst. I'll give you the bad first. So working like eighty hours a week. Um, didn't really know what I was getting into. So like it was shipyard management. There was a lot going on. They were building, uh, you know. There's a huge contract, hundreds of millions of dollars to build ferry boats for New York City out of uh, Bayou La Battery, Alabama, and Generette, Louisiana, um, like just these super high-end aluminum ferry boats, and uh, just there every day working, working, working. But I, I caught glimpses of uh, the owner of the company, and he just seemed like a really cool, easygoing guy. Um, we His nickname um man it, i hope it doesn't get around because it's like don't don't say it in front of him sort of thing um but uncle terry cool uncle terry because he would always hook up everybody like he was very generous <laughs> uh i'm sure he was stressed out of his mind running a huge company that was hornblower you know mid-sized company um but that is like what i was like holy shit i'm working this fucking hard don't get me wrong it's for cool uncle terry so i don't really mind but mm-hmm. burning myself out running myself into the dirt you know, trying to impress folks, move up the ladder, so on and so forth. Um, but what I really want is to figure out how to own a company like this one day because it's fucking cool. Like mm. um, to cool. have Brody. some sort of operation that like is, has an economical impact on like an area, like maybe mm. not New York City, but something to improve the area that we live in. You know, it's just like Terry figured this out. You know, I could figure this out. So. Um, I started getting into entrepreneurship then had folks like in the family that were like, dude, you know, like you can do it. Um, you just got to go try something and just take a crack at it. So when got another job, I started sailing, <laughs> uh, but anyways, like, yeah, it was, uh, it was a rough job just because it was really hard work. Um, it just didn't seem like it was going anywhere. Um, wasn't a lot of like direction with it. And I was like, what am I doing here if I'm working this hard and mm-hmm. uh, got nothing to show for it at the end of the day. Whereas like, I see also just what a super cool big company looks like. And I was like, how do I figure out how to do this? And that kind of just mm-hmm. went into the, you know, the back files of the brain for a couple of years while I was working as a merchant Marine. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the best and worst job. The, the blessing and the curse, so to speak. There you go. Cool. Kind of fired cool it off. Brody. Yeah. Jeff. That's what I want to be one day. It's cool, Uncle Brody. <laughs> you, I Soon enough, you're you well on your way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm assuming you got brothers and sisters. You did, no. Right? No. Caitlin? Yes. Okay. So you could be an uncle. <laughs> I could be an uncle. <laughs> you can be the Funkle. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Funkle. Jeff, I, I assume, I don't know if you're back or not, Jeff. Did you get your hiney wiped? What happened? I'm back. I'm just being inundated. Okay. <laughs> you want crybabies? Okay. Right. Yeah. So I'm back, but I got to put crybabies on. All right. <laughs> Can you get your iPad and I'll put crybabies? So was there a question or? Okay, they're leaving me alone now. So there was. Now I, I was gonna. I was gonna ask you if. Um... Being a realtor was your worst job ever. I mean, oh, I absolutely hated it. Yeah, absolutely hated it. Like there was no worse thing in the planet. Um, I, I, like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a salesperson. And even though, like, once I got the listing, like, I could 
I could roll with it till closing and be a pro. Ava, can you give me just a second? No, no, she can't. Like, like once I got the listing and I always told Trina, I was like, you just need to be the pretty face. Like, and you just get the listing and I'll do all the work. But like, yeah, once I got the listing, like I could handle it like a pro, like there was never anything that didn't go to the closing table, but like that dried up eventually. And so I had to go out and actually like drum up my own business and Mm. I fucking sucked at that. So, um, yeah. And I hated the whole realtor world because I don't like most realtors. Um, (laughs) I know there's plenty of them that there's plenty of them. I like, there's plenty of them that work their butts off. There's plenty of them that like, deserve the respect of being a realtor but there's so many of them that are just crap and i used to have to like pretty much do their job for them in order Mm -hmm. to to close it even though i enjoyed we both have always enjoyed real estate but we always both of us have hated being actual realtors because it's like you have to sell your soul to become one so i didn't i didn't like that aspect of it so become one or become a successful one uh either or uh, either or um i should say i should mention that caitlin just got her real estate license yeah and there's nothing wrong with that because she has full access to mls and you get a lot more information off that than you do zillow or whatever but like overall like i fucking hated it like and i'm staying <laughs> f in front of my kids you know like that's how much that's how much i hated it that's how much i hated it is the fact that i was willing to say f two times in front of my kids but in the last five minutes but hey uh who's got <laughs> brody don't don't crack on prop stream man they're they're an affiliate i was just about to say that as a joke i'm like just kidding prop stream <laughs> i know they're listening uh, love you guys yeah yeah they're not listening <laughs> no, they're not listening yeah we could talk there there are some good things about that software uh there's also some bad stuff i was looking up property earlier and i was like it clearly says in the public um, this is my screen over here i'm looking to the left this is clearly a, a triplex and when i look it up in your system it you're showing as a single family home i i don't i don't get it so yeah they're yeah they need to do some data scrubbing or intelligent buffer whatever whatever the phrase is but i i do like the software there's pros and cons to every software out there it's just like pick your poison at this point i'm going through a lot of that right now in my business but before before we dive into that caitlin got her realtor license what's the plan she got her real estate agent's license yeah it's blurred oh yeah you can see her she's coming in and out um she passed the test the first time she passed the test and she's going on a few interviews no 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 Um, no 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 no. that's not what i asked yeah yeah, the first time Uh, jamie did you pass your test the first time yeah all of them okay yeah Yeah. i did too i just wanted to make sure you know well, if Jeff did, that just proves it's super easy to do. I, I agree. 
<laughs> no, I totally agree. Like, I'm not going to argue with it. But I was so that, excited when I passed it that uh, dude, that I I was making, I was ripping on her. I was like, I could pass that thing without even studying. And then I actually like took a practice test. I was like, holy shit, I just failed this thing like really hard. I was like, there's, I, there's I have to study like, for this. This is actually fucking tough. Yeah, like I'm a, I'm a like even though I'm I'm not like an accomplished um, student of anything. Um, but if you go to those cram sessions, like if anybody offers a cram session, like just before you take the test, like you gotta take that. Like it's it's night and day as being able to pass. Well, she passed it, so hopefully we don't have to do any more of those because she was stressed yes. out. But yeah, much it was now. it was stressful. It was harder than and the test was harder than the practice test. But so is she gonna do, do like try this- and do that full time? So no, it's gonna be like a side thing. She's still doing the Airbnb co-hosting and okay. management full time, yeah. and the uh, so she's kind of got like a foot in the door with a couple of places because they've already like worked with them uh, on Airbnbs. So that's like, well, just go to them. Just they nice. want you. Go to them. There you go. Um, so that's kind of where she's taking some interviews with some some of the folks and the flippers that we've worked with. Um, so which is cool. Um, but yeah, it's just to kind of like accentuate capabilities for both of us like i i provide her leads as a wholesaler like mm-hmm. and i'm running an absentee campaign in virginia beach right now and this guy's like oh it's my second home i'm like well i am an investor you're a guy who has a house it's like oil and water i'm gonna give you an offer you're most likely gonna say no but i still want to help <laughs> have you thought about making money in the off season on your property what no well i know this really great person who can do airbnb management for you and keep your house clean at least three times a month like is that something you'd be interested in nice. and then boom it's like you know play to the strengths a little bit so it's been nice. super cool like unlocking those additional like capabilities and offers essentially you know like multiple ways to make money on a deal sort of a hundred percent i actually had a phone call today to that extent and you guys were all giving me a hard time for all these licenses but this lady calls me um what kind of license you gotta have to manage an emicromian fitch oh wow (laughs) college degree baby college degree (laughs) i don't know why but you had to have one (laughs) um but anyways it was lady in the neighborhood found me through some of my rehab stuff and then saw that I bought, bought houses. They've got, she's got an older parents houses, just, you know, old and yeah. they're looking to downsize. They don't want to deal with it. Start talking to her. And it's probably not a house that I'm going to buy a million dollar house in a lake in Trustville. Right. And yeah. they, they could just list that. it and probably for sell it <laughs> for a lot more. Well, that's what I told her. I walked through the process and I was like, listen, we can make a cash offer unless your parents just like want to unload it and just be done with it. I'll be honest, you're probably going to get more on the market, you know, I, and then I kind of went into my builder's license and agent's license is like, if I was acting as your agent, you know, I'd probably tell you just to list it, fix the one bathroom that has major sub floor issues, let people have a blank slate listed as is. And she's like, Oh, you're an agent too. Well, would you want to talk to them about that? And then we got talking and it's like a million dollar house. And I was like, Oh shit. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. So I'll fix your bathroom and then I'll list it for you. You know? Do you, so do you list uh, that you were an Abercrombie and Fitch model on your resume? No, well? that one like, fell off the resume a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right after, back, uh, I think right after get... Kennel Kid. <laughs> you just can't, you just look at him and you can tell. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I've never thought about it. It makes sense. <laughs> 
Is this true, or you're all just giving him crap? Oh, you, you missed while that? You yeah. were, well, yeah. While you were gone wiping Heine, yeah, Jamie was telling us about his favorite job. My first real real job after college was uh, managing an Abercrombie & Fitch, the people That's manager. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I did miss that. Right. Yeah, I walked around in skinny jeans, flip-flops, and a tight-ass polo all day. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. I do that now. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's all right you fit awesome. in perfectly yeah, yeah. like the virginia that's beach awesome. special mm-hmm. <laughs> jacksonville too that's all awesome. not too far, far apart um, but i think there is opportunity though brody in that to to kind of you, you can still help people even if you aren't buying their house for cash right you know so yeah there's still opportunities to help people get out of whatever situation they're in it's just really i mean like it's how desperate are they to get out of their house you know like how much to, do they really need to get out? So kind of pick up on uh, how just conversations, what avenue to walk them down, right? If they're like, right, man, my parents, yeah. they, they've got, they've need cash tomorrow. Uh, you know, what can you do? I'm like, well, here's what I can do. Or, right. hey, they're they're looking well, to upload it because they want to, they want to downsize and you know, blah blah blah. They don't want to deal with the rehab. Yeah. Okay. No. Well, they don't. They don't want to deal with life most of the time. Right. Um, uh, and a lot of them just think that if anybody's approaching them on it, it's, you know, that you're scamming them. And that's fair because there's plenty of people that do that. Right. Just how can you convince them that you are, you know, legit and you just want to buy their house and like you're not trying to like, you know, make their situation worse than it already is. Well, I don't know if this is the right way to do it or not, but I'll, I'll even walk people through, like, especially if I make an offer and they're like, that's crazy. And I'll be like, well, here's how I came up with that offer. So if you list this on the market for whatever, you know, it needs repairs, like how I come up with my numbers is I look at what I think I can sell it for, what it needs in work. You're not paying a commission on top of that. So automatically, whatever you think it would sell for, take 6%, 10% off of that for realtor fees and closing costs. And that's your real number. And then let's work backwards from there. What kind of repairs it needs. And then I have to have a profit in there, you know, and I'll even go as far as be like, most of the time I use money at a higher interest rate to fund these projects. I've got to pay utilities. I got to pay insurance. I got to pay everything for a period of time. There's cost with that. And so that's how I come with my number. I'm not trying to rip you off. This is a business. I have to make money. And that's how the number, you know, comes about. If it doesn't work. For one to make money. Yeah. It doesn't work. We need real talk. We need like yes. what, need what people are truly yes. living and and dealing with, and like, and that's why I always thought, like, you know, most of the time, like when the three of us are on our call, like it's it's that all the time, right, yeah. Jamie, yeah. Hey, Bernie, like just it's real like, life, it's, yep. just, it's just real talk. But yet we're all, even though, even though like we're all doing different avenues, like it all kind of streams together and it's just always been just, just a cool, like, uh, you know, I, I've always walked away, you know, feeling better and, you know, because mm. like they say, you got to hang out with people with similar interests, but I don't know if y'all have a trouble with this where y'all are at, but like we, like, I can't find anybody to have a conversation like this mm. uh, in Mobile. And, you know, I'm sure they're here, but 
maybe I just haven't found them. I've only been here for a few years, but to be able to like, you know, it's, it's a brotherhood here. It's like, you know, um, you know, we all have our struggles. Everybody has their struggles and, um, you know, it's just a great place to just shoot the shit and have just normal conversation, like as if we're sitting at a bar having a beer, you know, because yeah. I actually sat with both. Well, I've sat with all of y'all and had a beer, but, uh, you know, it's just, you know, just being able to just feel like you're having just, you know, real deal talk after work. And, you know, I, I, I think that helps. You know, even though this is kind of a male type situation, call it a sausage fest. <laughs> but either way, like you know, I, I I always walk away feeling like whether I've helped somebody or whether they've helped me. Like I just I've always felt like good when I when I walk away from our talks because it's just kind of just throwing it on the table and let's let's have a discussion about it. Yeah, measure up. See who's got the biggest. No, I'm joking. Uh, no, uh, nothing like uh, to be an ass after a heartfelt like this is how I'm feeling and and. No, that's fine. <laughs> so, uh, no, I, I I'm I'm with you. I don't, um, you know, outside of most of the mastermind members, I I don't I don't connect with anybody. I I don't I I I don't like I said. I, I'm I'm perfectly fine with being alone. <laughs> I I joke I joke I know that uh, but no I, I I agree Jeff and you know you said uh, you're not a salesman but I, I will give you this uh, you are uh, one of if not the main reason we're doing this now and we're gonna at least do several episodes yes right yeah because I crammed it down your throat <laughs> well, I'm just saying I'm just saying. how do you think I get my deals yeah. <laughs> When you leave a review, and I hope you do, don't forget to tell us who you are and leave five stars. That's from Dirty Jobs Micro. Listen, guys, if you're interested in exploring any of the products or services that I use to make my real estate investing career easier, or you want to explore joining us in the W2 Capitalist community where you can uh, hang out with guys like myself, Brody, Jamie, and Jeff on a routine basis, they're going to be, there's going to be a link somewhere in the description or uh, comments or something like that, wherever you're watching or listening to this podcast. But as promised, if you have any questions whatsoever, or you feel like I can help you in anything we talk about here today on this episode or any of the previous episodes, send me a text. Uh, I was going to say, give me a call, but chances are, if you're not in my phone book, I'm not going to answer. Uh, so send me a text. Let me know what episode you're li listening to and how I can potentially help you. We'll find a time to get on a call. Okay. My cell phone number is 205-249-0248.